What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 17th episode of The Coffee Show. My name is Mike. I got Eric with me. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, so we've decided that... So our, our Black Week sales end tomorrow, but we're going to keep the uh, buy one, get one hand pipes going until uh, Christmas. So people have plenty of time to... Get some pipes for the stockings. Yeah, the best gift you can give. One for yourself and a free one for somebody else. That's right. Everybody wins. Everybody smokes. Um, so our first article here is from Forbes.com. And this guy was kind of talk- talking a lot of shit about the FDA. <laughs> yeah, it's warranted. So I can, yeah, I can agree with that shit. So uh, the FDA said that CBD has the potential to harm you and harm can happen even before you become aware of it. Uh, but then they go on to mention here that uh, Uncle Sam's other organizations, are they call them cronies in here, uh, like the World Health, Health Organization came forward a couple years ago and said CBD was potentially healing and safe for human consumption. The report, which was written by the agency's expert committee on drug dependence, found that CBD shows some promise in the treatment of a variety of health conditions, including Alzheimer's disease, cancer, epilepsy, psychosis, and Parkinson's disease. Uh, The FDA also seems to have overlooked the fact that one of its colleagues in crime (laughs) came out a few years ago with nothing but positives to say about CBD. In 2015, Nora Valco, director of NIDA, National Institute on Drug Abuse, said CBD is a safe drug with no addictive effects. She even took her statement up a notch by saying that preliminary data suggests that it may have therapeutic value for several medical conditions. So why is the FDA not paying attention to any of these other guys? And uh, they contradict themselves so much by saying, well, no one's taking it long-term. There's not enough long-term studies. Let them. Like, right. the problem there's no long-term study is because you wouldn't let people do a long-term study. Right. Well, and NIDA was the one blocking those studies for the longest. I'm not sure about CBD specifically, but I know marijuana in general. NIDA's been blocking these tests since the 80s. Yeah. Um, there's multiple doctors in different states pushing for studies for uh, primarily cancer patients. And then uh, the other one that I know was glaucoma. But also with this one, like, they, they say Good Morning America ran the story, but, like, shame on them for running that story and scaring people without actually looking at just going off the FDA. There's all these other organizations that say it's good, but you just, like, pluck the one negative story out of it. Right. And that's what you decide to broadcast to 10 million Americans. Yep. Good like, old scare tactics. Even my grandma saw that and asked me about CBD. Why are you using that CBD junk? It's going to yeah. kill your liver. Like, wow, that stuff's a lot of money and these people don't think it's safe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, I know. Neither are cigarettes and vodka, but like, right. we're not ready for that. See, and that's an, another good point here is they, uh, so it's twofold. They, they say that um, it's going to potentially cause liver damage uh, what does overconsumption of alcohol do? Right. Cause liver damage. And then at the same time, they have approved ep- what's ep- epidiliox, epidiliex, which is um, supposed to be used for rare seizure disorders. So they've approved a CBD medicine, but in another sentence, they're saying that it causes liver damage. So which which is it? 
like how much was the kickback that somebody <laughs> yeah, exactly. paid for theirs to be approved and that one's safe. That's what it comes down to. All CBD, you're like, oh, no, but it could hurt you. And, like, the list of things that it could do are just, like, so, like, it could cause diarrhea. Okay, it's, most of the time it's an oil base. If you drink a bottle of vegetable oil, what's going to happen? And, you know what I mean? There's just so many, like, mood swings. Okay, a lot, there's a lot of factors that go into what. Shit, I got mood swings anyways. Exactly. Like, we're all out here bipolar, it's cool. Like, right. it's just uh, making men infertile, like, okay, that could be a That's lot of things. That's a new one for me, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, they they claim it can make men shoot funky sperm and shrink their testicles, as well as decrease testosterone. What is funky sperm? i never heard that one. I missed that in sex ed in high school. Right. Too funny. It's well, just like, apparently coming from the FDA, those are scientific terms or medical terms or something. And there's so many other factors that could that you know could cause those like you know it could be in your dna things that you can't just blame oh the cbd makes that happen that could just be from the person themselves right stupid ass fda stupid ass it's like one week it's like oh there's one step forward and then the next week it's like okay we're 10 years backwards yep yeah they uh they need some changes over there for sure yeah it's probably a republican that runs that shit (laughs) Uh, so our next article is uh, from NBC New York. Uh, we mentioned this, I think it was right around a month ago. Uh, a Brooklyn CBD shop had a, a seizure of around 100 pounds that they, I want to say it was through USPS or FedEx. Yeah. yeah those two. Uh, they ordered hemp directly from a farm and got it seized. Uh, it was about $20,000 in value. And... So they they now know that it's hemp. They've I, I think they've come to that conclusion. Oh, yeah. Um, but the guy's brother went down to the precinct to try to clear things up, but instead now is arrested and facing felony charges. <laughs> but then the Brooklyn District Attorney Office told NBC New York it planned to drop all charges against him, but that hasn't happened yet. The brothers expected charges to be dropped this week at a court hearing, but were left disappointed. And now they've pushed a court date out six months, so they have a court date in May 2020. What's what's the point of this? Like, taxpayer money? Yeah, wasting valuable resources, time, money. It just doesn't make any sense. I would easily file a civil lawsuit against the state. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to they're gonna come out ahead in the end. I mean, they have to. It's federally legal. But... The issue comes down to what do these guys do for six months without all of that product, and you yeah. know they're probably going to end up going out of business. And the stress of it, even not even yeah, like you're going to lose your business, and then just like thinking about that, that's going to weigh on your mind every single day. Right. Somebody tweet the Pop Brothers at law. Like let's find them a decent lawyer that can get you taken care of, not in six months. Yeah, that shit should be dropped outside of court. They don't need to go back to court for that shit. And like, what would it take? Ten minutes for the state to say, "Hey, let's drop these charges." Judge says, "Okay, boom, you're done. Here's your little letter. Go about your day. Sorry." Right. Stupid just, stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Our next story here is out of uh, Dallas from CBS. Uh, this one's kind of crazy, man. Willie Nelson stopped smoking weed. Yeah, I didn't think you'd ever see that. But I also did not realize that he's 86 years old. Old man, right. it's a long life and a lot of weed. That is a lot of weed. He said uh, he's been smoking for sixty-five years. Yeah, that's insane. That's a lifetime on its own. But he's like one of the most 
iconic weed smokers. You think like, I mean, imagine if like Snoop Dogg quit smoking. Right. It's kind of on the same the same par, but at the same time, again, dude's almost ninety years old. I'm sure he's put a beating on his lungs in that amount of time. Because I mean, you got to think for the most of the time that he's been smoking there was no medical or recreational marijuana so who knows what the quality was what like pesticides and all that other junks um what's the like all the synthetic uh yeah. fertilizers and stuff that people use to like bulk up the product like you don't know what all was in that stuff i mean i'm sure he was getting good quality stuff but again you still don't know what was in it um so i'm sure that has some effect as well plus it sounds like he just smokes joints which are are good in us to an extent but um ideally you'd just be vaporizing it and not getting that much smoke yeah and you gotta think someone like him that's been a musician for his whole life and how long he's toured and what that takes on about on the toll on the body and he said that i mean he started out smoking cedar bark and then went to cigarettes and then to anything else like you really i don't even know i didn't know you could smoke cedar bark or what that's that would, shit right what there. that would know. do for you <laughs> But, like, that's a lot on the body, not to mention you're constantly on tour and you're singing and you're up all night long and always on the right. road. A lot of abuse on your body. They say he's still going to use marijuana, but he's just not going to smoke anymore. So, like, good for him. He'll be high, eat some edibles. Right. He'll be all right. Um, so, yeah, his quote here says, I have abused my lungs quite a bit in the past, so breathing is a little more difficult these days, and I have to be careful. I've mistreated myself since I was this big, the singer said, motioning towards the ground. I started out smoking cedar bark, and it went from that to cigarettes to whatever, and that almost killed me. I wonder what the uh, whatever Whatever, is. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you've been trying it all. Uh, so I guess he had to cancel six uh, concerts this on his tour um, this summer because of his breathing issues. But uh, now that he's stopped smoking, he said he doesn't plan on stopping touring anytime soon and already has dates lined up for 2020. Like, how long has he been touring? Uh, I think he goes, what, probably every other year it seems like he's on tour in a different state. Not yeah. to mention he's always doing, like, you know, the bigger shows and, like, the indie shows and right. CMAs and all that shit. Like, Jesus, take a damn break. He's probably done thousands of shows in his life. He's probably the only smoker that's made it to the CMAs. Or public smoker, I should say. Not yes. a closet smoker. Like, yeah, enjoy I'm that. Sure you, you enjoy gotta... the money and just, like, go smoke and chill. Like, right. Damn. Um, our last article here, I can't read that website name. Mc, McLadix, M-C-C-L-A-T-C-H-Y-D-C. McClatchy D-C? I don't know, man. I don't know why you would make your website name that complicated. Yeah, we can't read that well anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. Yeah, it's, it must be, Impact 2020, it must be after a name from somebody in D.C. Because gotcha. Impact 2020... Powered by McClatchy, D.C. So McClatchy must be the last name of somebody okay, I'll in go with D.C. That. Stupid. All right. But anyways, um, they're talking about the uh, uh, weed legalization bill that went in front of the House Committee last month. Said the bill approved by the House Judiciary Committee last month on a vote that attracted both Democratic and Republican support would allow marijuana convictions to be erased while allocating federal funds to help people whose lives were profoundly affected. Uh, that's pretty dope that they're not, uh, a lot of states have done this type of thing. So once legalization passes, then they start looking at, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Expunging people's records and stuff. 
but it's cool that they're even going to donate funds or allocate funds to uh, help people whose lives were profoundly affected. So I'm not sure what extent that's going to go to. Like, when you think about somebody getting a crazy weed charge and, you know, they had to sit in prison for 10 years or yeah. something like that, you know, lose your kids, lose your job, House. lose your life. Yeah, yeah. everything. They say it's a 5% tax on all marijuana sales they would want to use to go into a trust to help the people that were wrongfully convicted as well as that had, you know, absurd sentences. And that would also be used to help smaller people that wanted to be in the marijuana business and right. start up and grow. I'm all for it. Let's get me expunged. I'll take that <laughs> any day of the week. So a few of the points they have here, uh, decriminalized marijuana, removing it from the federal Controlled Substance Act. Marijuana is now classified the same way as heroin, meaning the government finds it has no meaningful medical use and is a huge threat to be abused. But what's funny is heroin is in there, but opiates are somehow pharmaceuticals. Right. It's money. It's all it'll ever come down to in this world. Money, money, money. Anyone that's ever taken tramadol, they say it's almost it's synthetic heroin. It's the same compound. It does the same thing. Why can you get a prescription for tramadol? Because your back is sore, right. and that's not a problem. But you can't smoke some weed. This is why I avoid pills at all costs. Same. Uh, so another point here: clear the way for federal, clear the way for federal small business administration funding for what the committee called legitimate cannabis-related businesses and service providers. Uh, bar the federal government from denying benefits such as housing if someone is using or possessing marijuana or has a prior conviction for using the drug. Those are probably three of my favorite points out of that whole. There was like ten points in there. Um, obviously, the story will be leaked in, linked in the show notes, but um, that's a that's a big one because um, you know why shouldn't somebody be able to again use marijuana instead of whatever pills or other drugs? and still be qualified for federal housing or whatever. Yeah, that's a big one in Omaha. The Omaha Housing Authority, they do a lot of drug tests on lower-income people to make sure that they're clean. If you're not, you Mm -hmm. lose your housing. You lose that that check that helps every month. Oppress, oppress, oppress. Exactly. That's all we got this week. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.